You're watching the number one source for insight into the economy, stocks, cryptocurrencies, and revolutionary trends. From sea to shining sea and across the globe, this is The Cody Willard Show. Brought to you by TradingWithCody.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cody Willard Show. I am indeed Cody Willard. I have with me today Chris McHugh. Look at that. Producer. The arrow's pointing in the right way. This is episode 14. Now, can I do it? No! You instinctively want to go the wrong way. It's, it's like tough a mirror. because the camera's got you backwards there on the monitor. So and, do the and best no, I can, Chris. You know what's been tough? This up and down uh, stock market, man. What do you say about that? Down. We should really be freaking out and panicking, and it might be the end of everything. And actually, it might be. Like, you never do want to whistle past a, a market downturn. But look, if you've been watching the Cody Willard show for the last two months, I've talked repeatedly about how there's so many stretched valuations and bubbly valuations, and their sentiment was so extremely exuberant and and bullish and day traders were high-fiving each other three weeks ago. And I was writing stuff at tradingwithcody.com explaining that that's probably just about the time we need. And you're going to get a five to 7% pullback in the stock market. We've got that. Look, I've, I own some puts that I bought. I don't know. Twanching into it, trying to prepare for this. I've been raising a lot of cash and I started selling some of those puts yesterday and I started buying a new stock yesterday or two days ago. Uh, it was at a 52-week low, perhaps the most hated tech stock in the world. If you actually want to know what it is, go to tradingwithcody.com because they pay me to get that pick ahead of, of anybody else. Chris? Cody, I cannot turn on my television without fully realizing that every single bit of commercial inventory at any local TV station is completely filled with local election ads. And my brain is, it's, it's slowly rotting. And it's and what, Chris, it's not just local. It, even worse is it's the state gubernatorial and the state Senate. And none of the ads, what blows my mind is, where is all that money coming from? What do you think the people who are paying for those ads want in return for that the super PACs and the PACs that are funding these ads for Republicans and Democrats both equally want something in return you realize every time you see an ad two things to go through your head number one who is paying for this and what do they want for it and number two if it's a negative ad it's true. It's actually correct. The propaganda ads where the Steve Pierce or Michelle Lujan Grisham here in, the, in New Mexico, the Republican and the Democrat gubernatorial races, when you see them doing their own ad and they're talking about, hey, I'm a teacher's daughter or, hey, we can create jobs by giving welfare to Hollywood companies and I did these great things in the past. And that's all propaganda. You get that right. That is paid propaganda. On the other hand, the negative ads are full of facts. Let's watch a couple, Chris. Michelle Lujan Grisham, Governor Richardson's health secretary, cited for incompetent and negligent management? Hmm, 
accused of crony capitalism by a government whistleblower, resigned, then got corrupt state contracts from Richardson's cronies? What about her references? Oh, the Richardson gang is behind Grisham's campaign. They've taken advantage of us before. Why would we ever want to go through this again? <laughs> there, you know, I don't know anybody in New Mexico that has positive things to say about Richardson, Republican or Democrat. I don't even remember which one he was, Democrat, I know. But nobody, Republicans or Democrats, have anything to say good. I mean, it was truly graft, corruption, extravaganza, and with the, you know, the state, with, with the Roadrunner Railroad, it's nobody's using. And I mean, and so much of the money that was spent goes to cronies. And hey, let's write 30% welfare checks to cover the cost of, for a billion dollar, $100 billion Hollywood company that wants to do a movie. Let's give them my tax dollars. Michelle Grisham, yes, she's part of all of that. Chris? I've hunted New Mexico public land since I was 12 years old. The big oil and gas companies treat these lands like they're theirs, to do with whatever they want. But really, they belong to our kids and grandkids. Steve Pierce took yeah. millions in contributions from the oil and gas industry and pushed no. to open more land to drilling. Pierce even voted to make it easier to privatize our public lands and shrink our national monuments. I don't trust Steve Pierce to protect New Mexico neither should you paid for by cbnm verde voters fund chris there you go right like steve pierce has been elected and voted on laws that benefit giant corporations in this example oil and gas and guess who was paying guess who's paying for a lot of steve pierce's ads right now the pro ones where he's talking about he's a teacher's kid look man michelle lujan grisham has done horrible things as an elected representative and in the public as a public figure, and so has Steve Pierce, just like Obama and Bush, just like Trump and Hillary. You don't have to support any of them. The attack ads are accurate. You can actually be upset about it. You don't, look, I know it's hard to sit there and have me challenging the whole system of, hey, I'm going to go in and I'm liberal, so I'll pull the Democrat ticket because they said they're liberal. And, oh, but I'm conservative. I'm going to go pull the Republican ticket because they said they're conservative. When the facts are here, that's not conservative. Writing welfare checks to giant corporations to come here and make movies is not conservative. And it's also not liberal. It's corporatist. It's when they marry government and business together and they're taking tax dollars and picking and winning choosers and writing welfare checks to giant corporations worth tens of millions of dollars. That's not conservative, it's not liberal. And that's what every tax law, every bill that you see put forth is all about where are, how are we going to spend the money that we're taxing middle-class America 45% we're taxing the poorest people in America with inflation. We're taxing billionaires nothing. We're giving them welfare. It's, it's a mess. And the only way I know how to do anything about it is to talk about this here and say that, look, I'm not going to play that game. I will write in. I will actively promote write-in candidates. 
I don't want a third party. I don't want a fourth party. I do not want group think. I don't want the government to organize because it gets manipulated and controlled when it's organized. It's the whole point of the Constitution, wasn't it? And this is where, look, if you're a liberal, I guess you can think that somehow, some way, you're going to fix the agency problem and government will actually like help poor people. But it's never happened. Socialism doesn't work. Does capitalism work? We It sort of works, but we don't have capitalism right now either. What we have is this hybrid socialist, fascist, controlled system, whether it's the central bank, whether it's Michelle Lujan Grisham and Steve Pierce writing checks and doing things for their giant backers. We can actively change, but it's not going to happen when you go keep doing the, I, I will, I'm going to eat McDonald's while he eats Burger King and boy, I hope McDonald's wins. Chris. Cody, I think that's pretty much the long and short of it. What do these uh, parties have to say anymore? What do they stand for? I don't know. You don't know. But what I do know is coming up on the other side of this break, Ross the boss, and he's got a surprise so nice. You're going to be seeing it twice. We'll be right back. A former CNBC and Fox News anchor, hedge fund manager, and the go-to stock market guest for The Tonight Show, Cody Willard and his stock analysis have been published in the Financial Times, The Wall Street Journal, Fortune Magazine, and many other places. Want to follow his secrets to investment success? Go to tradingwithcody.com. There you can get analysis on stocks, cryptos, markets, and the economy, a full list of Cody's positions, access to Cody's chat room, trade alerts every time Cody buys or sells, and much more. To find out more, go to tradingwithcody.com. Well, it's time for sports with uh, Ross Mark, also known as Ross the Boss. He's so bossy, he's got boss on his shirt twice. Remember that rhyme? Twice. Hi, everybody. I'm Ross the Boss, and I want to talk sports. With you, cowboy. A um, lot of sports stuff going on. Let's talk about last night, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the Eagle, the world champions really showed why they're world champions, Cody. They, they, were, they, they just didn't beat the Giants. They embarrassed them at home last night. The Giants are 1-5. People in New York want, want Eli Manning to retire. I don't think it's all his fault. His offensive line has given up 20 sacks this year. That's the third most in an NFL right now. He, I know he's old. I know he's a drop-back quarterback. Hey, we should have drafted a young quarterback. No, you should have got no, – no, no, Barkley, the running back you picked, is probably going to be a Hall of Famer someday. You made the right decision, Giants. The, the thing is, Eli needs help. They signed a few offensive linemen. They're not panning out. You know, they signed, they signed a guy, Soldier, from New England for $60 million. Um, he's, been, he's been getting beat all year. You know, he's been getting destroyed. They, they, you know, it's just the Giants need a change. I agree with everybody, but just don't blame Eli. Blame the team. Ross, I got to say, I agree with you. I think Barkley looks incredible. He is a potential Hall of Famer. And, you know, there was another guy, was it Flowers or Feathers or someone? 
another one of those offensive linemen that they thought was going to be really good, and they signed to a bunch of money. He's on the bench now, right? They they benched him. Yeah, they signed him a big contract. They signed him. They benched him. They're starting some guy named Wheeler, who's from USC, who was not not even drafted. You know, I mean, uh, USC has great linemen. We know that, but you know, the Giants have their offensive line has been killing them all year. Just don't blame Manning. Blame the whole team. Their defense. I mean, this Apple guy, this defensive back, he's been getting burned all year. I mean, this guy can't guard. He's they call him they call him Toast because he gets burned so much. You know, this guy. You know, their defense is just not good. They're not they're not a good team. They're one and five, Cody. They're one and five. Let's not pretend they're a good team. And you know, their fan base is dropping like flies. So you know, Giants Giant fan, you know, just just wait for baseball season. The Yankees will be playing in about four months. So if I'm, there you go. If I'm a fan of any team, which I'm really not. But having lived in New York, and I got to be friends with the Tishes, and I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Giants fan in the end. I, they're probably my only sort of favorite team in the NFL. Ross, what do you got next up? Uh, next topic, baseball. We start the NLCS starts tonight. It's the Dodgers versus the Brewers in Milwaukee. Cody, you know the Milwaukee Brewers have won 11 games in a row, and they can win their 12th game tonight in Milwaukee. And if that happens... There's a place called George Webb Burgers, and they haven't done this since 87 when the Brewers won 13 in a row. They're going to give away free burgers to anybody who walks in, dining only, but if you if the Brewers win tonight, everybody in, everybody in Milwaukee gets a free burger. Last time they did this, they gave away 180,000 burgers. Now with all the hype with the NLCS, and the, and the city has grown probably, probably 100% since 87, well, they'll probably give away like a million burgers. What do you think? You know, Ross, I, I'm going to say that's some great advertising that we're sitting here talking about that on a podcast. And, but and you got to figure it probably costs them a buck fifty, two dollars per burger. So it's two or three million bucks max. And the world, I'm sure they're on ESPN. Everybody, their logos everywhere. I've never heard of George Webb Burgers, but next time I'm in Milwaukee, I'm going to go eat one. Tony Spiller is going to have a George Webb Burger. So and so in that series, I told you, you and I both like the Dodgers in the World Series. We're taking the Dodgers to win that series. And then the, the American League starts tomorrow. I love that series. It's Boston versus the world champions, Houston Astros. I like Boston, but I won't be surprised if Houston wins that series. It could be a rematch of Dodgers and Houston from last year. That series won seven games. That was a great series. I hope Let's hope it's the same thing. You know, I, I love watching great series. So I'm – I'm rooting for great series. I don't have a horse in this. So, And, Ross, Alex Bregman, Houston Astros, who, by the way, is a sister-in-law of one of my dearest friends who's an artificial intelligence genius. I'm going to have him on my show eventually here to talk about AI. But Alex Bregman going to be MVP postseason? Make the call right now. Uh, well, this guy named Christian Yulich who's playing for Milwaukee is, like, is tearing it up right now. Uh, if Milwaukee can make it to the World Series, um, Christian Yulich will probably be the National League MVP. Um, he's having an unbelievable year. And, you know, Kershaw is the starting pitcher for the Dodgers t- tonight. And Yulich is 9 for 17 against him all time. Um, wow. So I'm sure I'm sure he's excited that Kershaw is pitching. Um, no, I'm this, this kid from Milwaukee is unbelievable. He's having a great year and he's having a great postseason. And he's kind of carrying the whole team. Uh, so, no, I love Bregman. I think he's a great third baseman. But, no, we're taking Eulich from Milwaukee. He's having an unbelievable season. 
So, you know, so the, I'm excited about that. The other thing that happened this week is Colin Kaepernick decided to trademark his hair and his face for monetary reasons so he can cash in on it. I thought his whole revolution was about like changing the world, not about money. I guess, I guess it's not, Cody. It's kind of weird. Um, well, so I, I will say, you know, that's a good call out there because I'm disappointed in that. And, you know, I love capitalism and I have no problems with, well, I actually do. I, I, it annoys the heck out of me, all of the endorsements out there. I mean, when Peyton Manning's already making $50 million a year and now he's wanting me to buy some copper, or is that Brett Favre, a copper knee brace or something? It's, it's interesting, though, because, you know, Colin Kaepernick has absolutely stood up for something. He has paid prices and there should be nothing wrong really with him doing that. But at the same time, are we going to commercialize the, the movement? You know, we're commercializing I, I, the, the black I agree. I, I, agree. It's, I mean, he's taking advantage of it. I understand he want to make money and Nike gave him a lot of money. He makes money making personal appearances, but that's not enough. He wants to capitalize on his hair and his picture. Fine. Go ahead. But don't compare him to Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, when, during this whole time when he was trying to prove a point, he was speaking at all these big colleges. He was speaking at Yale, at Harvard. He was speaking at USC. He was, he was doing a whole college tour trying to educate kids what his movement was about. Ka Kaepernick doesn't do this. Do we know, honestly, that's another good call out there, Ross. Do we? I mean, you know, it, it's, I'm, I mean, I'm struggling to try to define what the Colin Kaepernick stand is because it's not just Black Lives Matter. It's more, you know, it's a bigger message than that. But what exactly it is, I don't, I don't he know. Has to, he doesn't teach me very well I mean, what I, I need to know. I know originally it was about brutality and, and, and police officers, brutality against minorities. I know that was his stand originally, and that's what he, that's why he kneeled originally. Um, but I think it got bigger. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm a little confused. What now? He's trying to fight for, but maybe he'll speak up. Maybe he'll speak more and speak publicly and talk about what his fights for. I don't know. You're confused because I mean, he's not taking a stand. He's taking a kneel. That's why it's confusing. <laughs> he is um, taking well, a kneel. Yeah, honey. But, so, <laughs> um, but Ross, you know, uh, we Chris, make sure that you. Uh, Get your checkbook out, the Cody Willard Show checkbook out, and send Colin Kaepernick his five cents since we'll probably show a picture of him, and we just said his name, and apparently now he's got that. Uh, we can't discuss police brutality without sending Colin Kaepernick a five-cent check. I'm making a joke out of it. It's not a funny thing. It's very – it's an interesting well, it's, time. it's very serious, but, I mean, again, I mean, he's not a guy that's going out there and talking about it. I know he's nervous because he has a girlfriend and he has parents and stuff. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want anything violent to happen to him or his family. I get it. You know, and that's a good um, point too. That's the flip side, right? Ross, you got to respect mean, I, Yeah, I, I get it. You know, I understand, but you know what, if you're putting yourself out there and you're, you're the guy, you're the, you're the leader of, of the pack and you're getting all this press through Nike and everybody else, you're going to go out there and talk about it. You know, you just can't sit back and just take awards every every other week. He's getting a medal of honor or something from all these organizations. Fine. I think it's great. I'm nothing against that. I leave you with this thought. Your hair looks particularly great today, and I think you ought to go ahead and go get it patented. I will Not do that. I want a patent 
for how you trademark it. As soon as I'm off the air, I will call my lawyer and he'll do that. Let's talk about, no, talking about trademarks, let's talk about Lonzo Ball. The, he's the guard for the Lakers that plays with LeBron. He made his season debut in Las Vegas two days ago. And, um, you know, his dad is, a, is the founder and the president of this thing called the Big Baller Brand. They're a shoe company. Um, they have a few players under contract. His son is like his first client to wear the shoes, right? So big night, Vegas, LeBron's his teammate. Guess what brand he's wearing, Cody? He's not wearing Big Baller. He's wearing Nike. Hey, uh, he's wearing Ruse? He's wearing Nike, Ruse? baby. Oh, I thought it was Ruse. I thought maybe he had his change in, his, in the zipper on the side of his shoe. You remember the Ruse? Oh, yeah. Those are great. hot. I mean, but can, can, you imagine, can you imagine Michael Jordan? Him and Michael Jordan, his first day back from retirement, and he's wearing like Converse sneakers that were that were signed by Dr. Dre or something. I mean, it, it, it's like I, I I mean I didn't it just blows my mind that this kid's dad is such a controlling guy, and his son is wearing Nikes, and everybody and it was on ESPN, and the ratings on preseason because LeBron are huge, so it's Ross, a great platform for him to show up. Let's flip it. Let's flip it for a second. Let's assume what's the dad's name again, Mr. Ball. Wait, can we say flip it? Isn't that trademarked? Uh, I oh, you got it. Okay. Let's call him Mr. Ball. Whatever. Daddy, Daddy Ball is perhaps the most brilliant marketing genius of all time because, once again, you just said Big Baller Brand three times on the Cody Willard Show. I just said Big Baller Brand now twice on the Cody Willard Show. And if we had an, if I had a Big Baller shoe, I'd be showing it right now. I don't I know. Bought I'm, the, I'm, so I bought the trademark marketing. shoes and I wrapped it in cellophane because you told me it's a great investment. Maybe he Remember? told me. Maybe he. Maybe he said, "Lonzo, don't wear the big baller shoes tonight, because then everybody on ESPN will be talking about big baller shoes for the next five days." Maybe you, you, you could be right. I just I I hope you're. I I don't know if he's that smart enough to to think wear the Nikes tonight because we'll get better press with our brand. <laughs> I I don't I don't think he's smart enough. I, I think you're stretching that one to Willard. I, I really don't think that he, that that that's they have a marketing guy behind the company saying we're the Nikes tonight. Um, let's Bolt. talk about let's talk about Usain Bolt today. Usain Bolt's playing professional soccer in Australia, um, and he scored his first goal today. Um, and and can you can you imagine being the guy that has to guard Usain Bolt? Like, okay, Johnson, you're guarding Bolt today. Um, He's the fastest guy in the world. I hope he can, can can keep up with him. But you know what? Do your best. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's like an impossible task. And it's like the team he plays on is like they're a professional team. It's they're called the Mariners. They're in Australia. They're like, you know, it's a very low level professional team. So the the talent level that he's playing against isn't that great. But you know, to watch the I mean, world fast. The only guy you can great. cover. The only guy you can cover Usain Bolt is Flash. Yeah, I mean the Flash, or yeah, I mean I I don't know how you guard Bolt. Um, I mean I don't I, know how I, his soccer skills are. I but I can't fathom wanting to go watch a big soccer match, professional soccer match, because just too many people. But if I was going to go watch one, I'd want to see Usain Bolt. Ross, I would too. Ross, thanks. Oh, no, really sports. quick, let, let, let me go over my picks for the for the weekend. Eighty-two uh, percent. I'm hitting right now. Um, I'll give you some of the major games. Uh, the, uh, we got the Wisconsin Badgers are playing the the Michigan Wolverines. We are taking Michigan minus the nine. 
New Mexico. Did you know they're 5-0 and against the spread? We're staying on New Mexico. They're playing Colorado. You'll, you'll get some points. I think you get three points, whatever it is, doesn't matter. The other team I like, I like the uh, Oregon Ducks against Oregon Ducks against the Washington Huskies, and uh, you're getting three points. Professional Kansas City, big game. This is the big uh, Sunday night game. Kansas City and the Patriots. We're taking Kansas City in three and a half points. I love that. Love that bet. I think Kansas City is the best team in the NFL right now, even over the Rams, and um, and the I'm Monday taking, night game. Ross, I'll bet you. Uh, a glass of scotch next time we're hanging out, tequila, whatever it is you prefer. Tequila. Uh, tequila. I'll bet you a glass of nice tequila that uh, Patriots get the best of the Chiefs this week. We'll see that. And the last game on the frozen tundra of Green Bay, the Packers are playing Monday night against the Niners. We are taking the Green Bay Packers against the Niners. We'll give away the nine points. The Niners are just decimated with injuries. The second-string quarterback, third-string running back, no defense. I'm agreeing. Aaron Rodgers will have a field day. Willard, you'll be watching that game. I will. I'll call it off in the third quarter. I mean, it's going to be boring. But I'm going to call you know what? Place, the bet, place that bet. Just kidding. I don't I'm know. Ross the Boss. I love talking sports with you. Cowboys and cowgirls. Thanks, everybody. That's my main man, Ross the Boss.